Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Wait You Don't Understand. I'm Namke Nathan with my good friend Luke Barlow. And today we're going to talk about talking. How's that for a topic? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about conversations, small talk. Uh, we, were, we were a bit inspired by our conversation earlier about what small talk really is. And so we're just going to roll with that. It really shows the quality of this podcast that we're talking about talking. <laughs> we're, we're two very intelligent people at the prime of their ability with this. Uh, so Luke... What sort of small talk do you like? <laughs> yeah, that feels like small talk by itself. Yeah, that is that literally is small talk. It's so it's so weird. I think anything it's so hard to put a like defining point on it. But yeah. Anything that just makes you uncomfortable is just like a no, you know. If 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 I'm like, why did they ask that? Yeah. Then it's not good, you know. <laughs> if I don't feel like there's a basis behind what they said, yeah. Like any form of meaning, yeah. Then it feels forced, you know. So if it if people ask me something that's just like got no context, has no outcome, or or like pre predetermined thing, then it's pointless. And so, why did you even say it? And I, like, if it feels really yeah. obvious, then it's like really weird. I mean, I get what you're saying, but then let's take it a step back and let me ask: What does small talk mean to you? Small talk. Um, I think it's just it's something that feels like an awkward silence. It's okay. pretty much what I would define it as. Okay, I would always think of small talk as the first few things you say to someone after you haven't seen them in a while before you get into your big topic or you get into the big thing that you're going to talk about, you know? It's like that, hey, how are you doing? What's the weather like? How are the kids? I prefer the di- more direct straight really? into the, to yeah. the point. Like, if you've got something big you want to talk about, just, yeah. just lead, lead with something that directly leads into that. Okay, okay. But then I guess... From that perspective, what you're trying to say is that you don't like small talk because it gets in the way of the main thing you want to talk about. A little bit, yeah. But I I can see why it's necessary in some situations. Because for me, I'm here for the small talk. I enjoy the small talk. I I can enjoy small talk. Yeah, of course you do. It's it's still good and bad small talk. Because you can have small talk that seems pointless, but it leads somewhere, right? And you end up talking about something else that's relevant or or useful. Um. Do you feel like people use weather too often as a crush? Yes, yeah, I was saying this, yeah. People always just like, the weather's really good, or the yeah. weather's really bad at the moment. And you're like, yeah, duh. But here in England, like, no one finds that awkward or uncomfortable. Like, you know, yeah. it, people do talk about it constantly. Everyone does it. I do it. You do it. We do it. Everyone, everyone here does it. It's just a thing. To be fair, I don't think it's just England. It's very universal, because... I come from Singapore, and Singapore is a tropical country with the same temperature every day of the year. So how do you, how do people not like... We talk about the weather every single day. <laughs> we live in a country which has no seasons. And, no seasons. And yet you still... And we still talk about it. And it ranges from, oh, that was really hot. Oh, today was hot. Oh, yesterday <laughs> was wet. Like that's, and <laughs> then that's the, the whole thing, you know? the three things. Do you feel like it goes back thousands of years to our ancestors when they're pointing at the sky and they're like, ah... The weather was probably more relevant then, though, yeah, you know, yeah. it probably had an effect on their lives, whereas the weather really doesn't affect our lives. And also, everyone, this is the thing, I think, with the weather one, yeah. everyone is aware of the weather. It is not a surprise okay. to anyone that you said it was hot or <laughs> it was wet. They were all there. Yeah. So unless you're talking to someone that's just arrived or someone that's, you know, far away and you're cool with your mum, she's on the other side of the country, you're like, oh, it's wet here. And she's like, oh, it's actually sunny here. Yeah. That's the only time that the weather small talk is, like, really relevant. I mean, I guess that makes a lot of sense because in some ways, weather is the sort of topic that you can just always get to. You know, like, it's a shared thing. We all are experiencing weather at all the time. 
Yeah. And there's no way that we can get around it. Like, it's, it's, you're not afraid to talk about it because there's no negative. Sometimes you can have a question like, how's the job going? And then they say, I got fired. And all of a sudden your small talk becomes heavy talk. (laughs) Yeah. But with the weather, it's like, unless a cyclone is coming your way, you're like, oh yeah, it's, it is what it is. You know, it's a very safe topic. There's no way you can go wrong. That's true. But I think that's why it fails. That's why it fails. I would say with new people, it's that's why it works. The the thing for me for conversations with people is I always try to look for a common ground as early as I can. And when I was younger, I used to always do something which was, I think, incorrect to me because I would look for the niche things and I would start off with the niche things with people. And you're so unlikely to make friends if you only talk about your it's, niche stuff. It's risk-reward. If you risk get reward. a big catch with yeah. something niche, you're in. You're in. You're, like, straight in. You're friends, right? Like, you're yeah, done. Yeah, of course. You've, you've made a huge catch, but if, if it doesn't land, you just... I guess there's not, not too much to lose, but if you start really swinging yeah, yeah. with your niche subjects, you can you can end up driving someone away because they're just like, this guy's obsessed exactly, with some, yeah. some things that I don't even understand. So the opposite technique is you look for the lowest common denominator between the two of you. And very often, you can both agree on something like weather, then you agree on music, then you agree on movies, and then you slowly make your way up into your niche things. Yeah. Because by then you've established, oh, this guy's a pretty normal guy. And since he's a normal guy, the things he likes are also normal. It's sort of like that cognitive bias where you're like, yeah. since I like him, the things he likes, maybe I'd like them too. Uh, as opposed to like a stranger. But I know what you what you mean by this as in saying it's a high, risk, high reward thing. Because yeah. in my first year of university, in my first week, international week i made a bunch of friends using like the lowest common denominator like my normal way of talking which is just small talk here and there and i know some of them and i don't know most of them yeah but the ones that i made saying just the most outlandish on the fence things that i couldn't possibly say on this podcast right now (laughs) those are the ones who are still my good friends wow yeah and i think that's what it is um but moving on from that how how long do you think you need to know a person before you can start asking them the big questions? Like, you know, this talk. What do you mean by this... like the big questions? You sound like you sound like my dad or like oh, my yeah. mom, like the bee's knees. Yeah, oh, like no. teaching you about sex for the first time. <laughs> Did you ever have that talk, by the way? Not, not, not like that explicitly. No. Yeah. But, uh, I've never had that talk. And your I'm, parents I'm so never sat down. And they were like, never practice never. safe sex, kids. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> I mean, there was never like one yeah. ever like one direct like one on one. Like, you know, my parents never, like, sat me down and were like, we need to talk, you know. Oh, but, yeah. you know, my parents weren't, they wouldn't hide away from, like, talking about things like, like sex or, or uh, whatever. And so whenever it did come up, yeah. they would, you know, uh, say say what they think and then just, like, let it, let it be that, you know. My parents would be like, you should have safe sex. But they wouldn't, like, there was never a moment. Yeah, okay, I, know, I know what you mean. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. like, on... Not quite as open as yours, family, maybe, because they're more Asian and more, like, traditional in that sense. <laughs> I mean, my, my, you make it sound like my parents are, like... I'm, not, I'm not saying like, they're hippies. Explicitly promoting or, or talking about sex to their kids. Uh, I just mean, like, in, in relation, because the culture in Asia is that none of the parents will ever talk about that to their kids. Yeah. It's just a given. So where I come from, personally, is, is that um, with parents they kind of assume that class, like you'd learn it from your friends, you'd learn it from society and movies. And it comes to the point where they never talk about it. And I went to university and I came back. And when I came back, everyone just had this, like this different view of me, like, Oh, Naki's an adult now. He can just kind of do these things. <laughs> and it was so weird. Cause I'd gone like all up to being 18 with my family. Like 
My mom said, Anki, don't get a girlfriend. Focus on your studies. Oh, wow. Your mom explicitly said, don't get a girlfriend? She said, don't get a girlfriend. She says, like, don't be obsessed about girls. Which is a good lesson, I think, for anyone. Um, Perhaps. Don't be obsessed about... Being obsessed about anything, I think, is a negative. Yeah. And especially when you're at that age, obsession can really be obsession. Like, that 16, 17 age bit. But when I came back, it, the conversation changed to, why don't you have a girlfriend? Yeah, where I is know, it? I'm like, I know. where was the, where was the, <laughs> I don't know. I never had training wheels and you threw me down the hill with the bike, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's getting worse every year. Um, <laughs> and now that I think about it, when we talk about conversations and the way we talk, we like to think about it from our perspectives. Yeah. But what about a parent's perspectives talking like down to your kids in that way as yeah. opposed to us talking out it's a, it's friends. a it's an awkward road right? to traverse yeah it'd be like oh man this like they'll remember us as like these little things they held in their hands yeah as babies which are now just and now like, you're telling them to wrap it before they tap oh, it oh bro like it's oh, okay, <laughs> nauseous <laughs> it's, weird. it's a weird it's a weird like progression it is a weird sure. progression um going way back to what i was trying to say yeah um about the big topics what, what i try to mean is there's talk, you know? You talk with your friends. Yeah. You talk with people on the street. You talk with different uh, fellows. Conversation, I think, is something else. Having like a conversation, conversation with someone. Yeah. yeah. I don't have so many of those. I'm pretty open. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think we both are with this. Yeah, I think you're right. We're yeah. both very We're both open. very open. I don't lie or hold things. I don't think I surprise many people beyond yeah. the first meeting. You know, people will find things out about me. Yeah. And maybe that's initially surprising. Like, if I met someone at computer science and I said, I play volleyball, you know, yeah. that might be initially surprising. They're like, he's not super tall. He doesn't look look like okay. super athletic, whatever, right? That yeah. might may or may not be a surprise to them. I don't know. Okay. Um, but I think beyond that first bit of getting to know someone, I don't yeah. think I'm like a surprise. People won't be like, oh, damn, he's been holding that from me. Oh, and that's okay. a crazy thing I've learned about. I mean, that's, it's good to be open like that. And to our viewers back home, if you can go back 30 seconds, my friend Luke just <laughs> says, I don't Luke. And then he turned, you turned the Luke <laughs> into look really quickly. You used your own name as a verb. And I'm not going to let that get away from you. Um, <laughs> But moving on from that, yeah, you're right. Since we're both kind of open, this is kind of a moot point. Uh, if only we had someone with us who like <laughs> is a little bit more quiet and likes a little bit more, uh, takes a bit more time to get to like know people and stuff like that. But I guess um, I got friends like that. You have friends. Like I got that? friends like that. Yeah, yeah. That, that maybe you initially expect something different. Yeah, um, and then you're like, oh, that's not who up? I. Yeah. It's not who I expected to be underneath. But yeah. um, there you go. I get that. I definitely get that. I love friends like that. Um, the good friend Aaron, of course, is kind of like that. Uh, got other friends like that too, but it's that kind of meta where uh, it's like an artichoke, you know? What? Have you ever eaten an artichoke? Well, just like, just picked up an artichoke and eat well, it. It's, it's a huge thing. And then you got to get out of the layers and the layers and the flavor changes as you it's get like closer a to the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking of that. Yeah. No, like an art, an artichoke has layers. You're basically just describing the plot of Shrek. I, I am describing. The you're plot like of Shrek. you're like you're like a different company yeah. trying to make Shrek without getting a copyright strike. We're, <laughs> we're like those weird Chinese animations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying uh, to rip off Shrek. Without, oh yeah, without, without ripping off Shrek. It, it, it'll, it'll be guys. An, he's not an ogre. He's a he's goblin. He's a goblin. <laughs> he's an artichoke metaphor, and his friend isn't a donkey. It's a horse. Yeah. And somehow that makes all the difference. And. uh... No, no. Um, when you say that people aren't very surprised as... Because you're usually who you are as a person, or who you see yeah. yourself as a person the first time. Whether or not I'm doing it purposely, I've been told by so many people, 
I give a very good first impression, and then I oh. progressively decline. Yeah, not, I don't. Uh. I don't decline. <laughs> I don't think I decline because that's my own personal self esteem. But what I think is, the first picture people tend to have of me, at least back in Singapore, and like where I'm a bit more yeah stand up straight, uh, decent type of person. <laughs> I think um, it's that. This guy's got his shit together. He talks clearly. He doesn't talk too much. All right, fair. What? Yeah, I know. That's what I give very good first impressions, and people are always. That's not by the that. first impression I got of you. Well, yeah, because we met in volleyball, and it was like a different. Uh, I don't think I'd get that first impression status. of you anywhere. Because you guys have known me for so long, and I think. But like, I don't think at any point in that timeline did I ever think you were any really? of those things. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't those things at that time. But I think university. My, my is thing different. is just it just gets weirder and weirder the more times I meet that person because after I have one meeting with someone then I feel I can say like 10 more things then 20 more oh, things oh wow and then I mean you've been unfortunate enough to know me for 3 years so at this point I tell this guy things that just make no sense that just make no sense just I don't, I don't make full sentences you don't, sometimes you don't finish thinking before you say them basically there's, there's pretty much zero filter yes. from Namke's brain to Namke's mouth at this point yeah but it also depends on the recipient I know I can tell these Luke these crazy things because he'll give me his honest opinion most yeah. of the time that it's dumb <laughs> and whether or not that's true I will fight it I'm I'm your filter at this point <laughs> it is your brain stopped working I'm been, the filter it actually has been very I good. let you, yeah. uh, you you test things on me yeah. and whether they'll work on the general public <laughs> it's a great filter you're, you're saving Thousands of people from my unfiltered thoughts, honestly. Yeah. You're the Brita filter of conversation. <laughs> um, That's right, though. You know something else yeah. that people talk about when it comes to conversations is like this thing, this idea that conversations will always end up at three destinations and it's like religion, politics, or Nazis. I've heard this, like, we used to talk wow. about this, like, when I was, like, younger. Like, conversation yeah. would always end up at, like, if you talked for long enough, yeah. it would always end up at religion, politics, or Nazis. <laughs> which I'm... which kind of makes sense. I think it, it does intuitively end up there. I've never heard that in my life, and at the same time, I can't disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. Like, this theory, I've never heard of before. But I've definitely had these conversations with people I felt ready enough to talk. They are, it is a bit, like, cheap. It's a bit of, like, religion, politics... A very catch-all subjects like yeah i would say the first like what's on my good friends one of the first big conversations i have is like religion because they'll often ask me something like oh not here tibetan are you a buddhist and i'll be like oh yeah i am and then i'll get through my whole explanation of like what i believe in and stuff like that and they'll tell me theirs and i feel like that's a very good basis for like how people see the world and how people see themselves with politics, it's very similar. I feel like politics is just religion for people who don't believe in God. I pretty much actively avoid uh, religion yeah. and politics. I very much dislike conversations. Wait, um, about you heard it here live, politics. boys. Luke actively <laughs> avoids religion and politics <laughs> and doesn't avoid Nazis. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. What I meant by that <laughs> was like history. I, I think history is interesting and, and like easy to talk about. Yeah. And I knew a fair bit about it. Yeah. Whereas like um, politics is always a minefield. Politics, you know, religion is, is always a minefield, yeah. and I think it's best left to later on. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to disagree with you gently here on this one because okay. it is a minefield, of course. Uh, but what I disagree with is that the reason why it's a minefield is because with religion and with politics, there is no right answer. 
But people and feel so strongly exactly, that they are people right. People feel so... I guess that's what I dislike. I dislike yeah. people believing so strongly that they're right on something that when you yeah. say when you say there is no right answer yeah. and they like... It's when people don't respect that... Uh, but there are other, other opinions. Other options. Oh, of and, course. Yeah, that can be very difficult to deal with. And like, I'm not strongly opinionated on mm-hmm. these on those things so then it ends up just like grinding my gears when people are strongly opinionated. Even if maybe yeah. they do respect other opinions but they're still trying to push their own point of view or agenda yeah, and that's, that's basically what religion and politics are it's pushing your own point of view and agenda right otherwise yeah. they wouldn't be major religions or major political definitely or... definitely i mean it's it's this very interesting disconnect between the action of being whether religious or a political evangelist like you believe that what you're doing is the right thing that yeah. your thing will actually help other people yeah and exactly. that's why that's it's why kind you of have your duty to, to like kind of yeah exactly. so i understand the intention of that is noble inherently exactly um they just don't want us to like burn in hell forever which I think is a cool <laughs> yeah. thing when you think yeah, about it that exactly. way exactly if it's something like that but yeah. then I just I just I, that's why I avoid then, it yeah, which is why we've also it, yeah. avoided like talking about religion politics yeah, we don't on the do podcast often, right yeah, yeah. like we, we definitely want to actively avoid it here yeah. because it's just like I'm not strongly opinionated so yeah I'm not trying to push anything on anyone definitely definitely because I mean that leaves us with one more thing to talk about yeah not <laughs> yeah <laughs> Just, yeah. I think history is great though. History's history is great. Yeah. History, it's pretty black and white history, yeah. on, on that. You know, Nazis bad. Like Nazis, right? Yeah. Like it's it's pretty easy. <laughs> okay, like out of these big major topics, like um, of course slavery, apartheid, Nazis, Jim Crow laws, there are things we always fall on. Like this is right, this is wrong. Very, 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 very hard to like make an argument for the opposite yeah. case. But those aren't the fun ones for me, that's you know? True, why, why all be on the same side? It's more fun to go fun. I want to be like back. Romans versus Greeks. Yeah. Uh, Spartans crazy, versus yeah. Samurai. Let's let's see what works. <laughs> um, but like, it's... Ugh, yeah. Those are those are all fun to talk about, but then you got you people have to know about them. <laughs> yeah, that, that is also it, true. Which comes all the way back to our main topic about, like, do they know the niche? Do, do they, they know what you... It? How do you know that someone's going to be able to have the conversation that you're about to attempt? <laughs> like, and uh, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You never know. Until until your friends and if you could leave the, the listeners here with one tip on conversations, what do you think it'd be? What what do you think is one bit of advice you'd like to give people who just aren't so conversations good? are all about reading the other person. Whether okay. that be body language or what they're saying. Okay. You if you want to be good at talking to someone, you have to be good at understanding them. It's okay. got nothing to do with you yeah. and what you want to say. Well, it, it does, but <laughs> in order to say what you want yeah. to say and to put the points that you want to put across, you have to fundamentally be able to read what the other person is saying and, and how they're feeling yeah. in order to do that in an effective way. It's, I think another way to say that is kind of like, it's not about how well you want to improve how you can speak. You want to improve how well you can be heard. Almost, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's not about you as an outlet; it's them as a receptacle. Yeah, exactly. How you can match yourself exactly, to that. Yeah, and that's uh, how the yeah. best people like make friends. I think. I yeah. guess so. Making we friends. Sound like, we sound like we sound like we have like thousands of friends on standby. I like to think I'm good at making friends. I have a lot yeah. of friends as a yeah, as yeah. someone that you would probably expect: computer scientist, nerd, introvert. True, actually, I'm not yeah. super outgoing. I'm not an, I'm not a heavy introvert as a lot of people are. Yeah. But I'm not super outgoing. I don't do lots of crazy stuff. I'm not yeah. the most charismatic person, but I do the things in a way that makes people like yeah. me, I think. Yeah. And therefore most people have a base opinion of, "Oh, I like that guy. I know that guy." Okay. Um and 
would happily be friends even if we're not makes sense yeah i mean like it's not like any of our enemies are here on the podcast scheming like, ah, yeah. <laughs> i don't really have enemies i don't think i don't know as many enemies, people that I, don't, I don't have i don't have any enemies i'm good i'm happy for it because having an enemy sounds like a very difficult thing to deal kind with of fun though <laughs> kind of fun you know um always have a rival to peg yourself against <laughs> exactly um but i think rivals and enemies are different things yeah, yeah. You know, that's that's all that's all in different areas um no nah, i think your your tip was good enough for the both of us mine would have been kind of the same as what you were saying except with more of a focus on the self like of course sometimes it's really important to understand how does the other person feel about what i'm saying how can i make myself heard in the best possible way but then sometimes you just you got to be the change you want to see in the conversation you got to be that oh, yeah catalyst. you got to push things you got well. to you put yourself out there even if it doesn't work out for you yeah because unless you do that you don't really get to talk yeah. as yourself you get to you're just saying words as someone else yeah i guess that's where they come together is like yeah you've got to you've got to decide the, when is the time yeah. to make that move yeah and that's what like reading the other person is yeah i feel like that's why so many business conversations feel like a compromise between yeah, the like version of me you're willing to hear and the version of me they're willing to listen to you know that's it's, it's a tight place to be um Oh, we could have done another episode on business conversations, how those work, you know, corporate speak. Maybe that'll be the next one then. Maybe that'll be the next one. That'll be it for us today, probably. So All right. we'll have a we'll have a discussion on that at some point and see what we want to do next. Uh, we definitely will. Thanks for listening, guys.